So we created a tool in Snapchat for them, which could recognize the grill of every Jeep model. In general, the pace of technology is only increasing and the world will get like exponentially crazy. So I think the human aspect in it is super, super important. Hi, this is a Business Models Inc. production. And you're listening to our first episode of Where's Value Next? A podcast series about business model innovation, new value spaces and digital frontrunners. In this first episode, we take a deep dive in the thrilling domain of connectivity. My colleague Wouter Brasum interviews Tim van der Wiel. He's a youngster who reinvents the domain of social media content. His company is called GoSpooky. That's a funny name and I wonder where that comes from. Uh, we started out as the first Snapchat agency in Europe. So our goal was to get brands on Snapchat and it was like six years ago. Yeah. And that's where the name comes from. So really simple, go. And then spooky referring to the, uh, the Snapchat ghost. Yeah, exactly. Because for you, the entrepreneurial adventure started 10 years ago when you were only 13 years old, right? Correct. So can you tell us how it started? Yeah. Um, 10 years ago, Twitter was a big thing, especially in the Netherlands under like uh, younger people. And uh, I started with a Twitter account just for fun, uh, focused on getting like tweeting like one-liners referring to uh, the lives of like people in the age range of like uh, 12 to like 16. And that uh, started out as a joke. And I think within a year, I had like 2 million uh, followers across multiple accounts. And that's where I really discovered, okay, you cannot only earn money with like paying with uh, with uh, earning eyeballs online, yeah, because you can like build businesses on it. Um, that's where I, that's where I really uh, really discovered that, and um, from there on, I started working at Spinning Records, where I was like mm-hmm. uh, working on all the newer platforms. So uh, Snapchat, Instagram was new at the time, Twitch, all the Chinese platforms. So yeah. for the people who don't know Spinning Records, it's like the place where all the Dutch DJs basically started their careers so uh martin garrix afrojack all those boys and uh yeah from there i really saw whoa you can really build a business on all these platforms yeah uh so that's basically how it started and then six years ago uh we started go spooky and if you if you have a look at your your customer portfolio is there one that pops out that you would like to discuss yeah i think we had a lot of amazing clients uh, throughout the years. Um, so we work for the names like Amazon, Dior, uh, JBL. Um, I think one of the biggest compliments that you can give us is that uh, we also work with the platforms directly. So the platforms are also our clients. So yeah. we have partnerships with Snapchat, TikTok, Meta. Uh, and we also do campaigns for them. So you're naming all these big clients. Could you tell us a bit more about a business case? Yeah, so I think a great example, what we did is we collaborated with Jeep in Canada. So we created a tool in Snapchat for them, which could recognize the grill of every Jeep model out there. So if you see a Jeep in the streets, you could get your Snapchat camera, you could scan the grill Mm -hmm. and it would tell you which Jeep it is, it will show you a newer model it would tell you the price and you could like customize it so you need and then even uh it would tell you where it, where the nearest jeep dealer was so basically we created hundreds of thousands of new jeep dealerships yeah without 
ever laying a single brick. And the tool was super easy. And uh, I think a couple, like 150,000 people uh, till this day used it. Um, but behind it, we built like this whole machine learning model, which was able to recognize like all these uh, all these grills. Yeah. And we made it work like within eight megabytes. So we did all the hard work and ju- leaving just the fun for like the Jeep community and the Jeep audience. And l- let's take a deeper dive into the Go Spooky business model itself. So when you started in 2015, it was built on Snapchat only, right? And uh, when did you make the pivot towards the other platforms? So we started out with Snapchat because we thought it was the, we really saw Snap as the future of how people wanted to use social media. So it was mostly focused on mobile. Uh, It was focused on the camera, really visual communication, but also the ephemeral uh, messaging. If you send something, it disappears, privacy, uh, the privacy that's built in. Yeah. So that was really also a reason to go with Snapchat. Um, and after a while, other we saw other platforms copying features from Snapchat. So of course, yeah. uh, uh, Instagram came with stories. Um, now basically every platform has stories, even LinkedIn, uh, I guess. So um, for us, it was kind of natural because we were already doing all these things. So mm-hmm. mobile content, augmented reality filters, which was super basic back then. Um, and when Instagram started copying and all these other platforms started, do, starting, uh, started doing the same thing, uh, it was basically very logical for us to go also a bit broader. At the same time, it was never our intention to just only do Snapchat because we were both, both my co-founder Liam and I were both specialized mm-hmm. in multiple platforms. Um, but we also really saw it as a way into, uh, into the market. And, and, and what's the biggest challenge in your, your current business model at the moment? I think the biggest challenge uh, is people. So our business model mostly it's depending on people and the quality of your people. And that's in general sense uh, not a scalable thing to do. Okay. So creating quality teams and we're working really on a more project basis. Um, the projects that we are doing are... A lot of it is also technology focused, so that makes it a bit more scalable, but mm-hmm. still the technology is made by by people and the projects and the technology in those projects is also made by people. So I think our biggest challenge is managing people, finding the right people, the right talent, because yeah. we're really doing a lot of innovation as well. Of uh, so I definitely would say that's our biggest, uh, biggest challenge. And what about your revenue model? Is it always fee per project? Most of it, we work on a project basis. Um, So that's, I think, our main revenue model. Uh, We're now also exploring like more scalable ways of uh, uh, scalable ways of the revenue model, for example, in the technology. So we also build uh, in-house tooling, Mm -hmm. um, in-house technology for us to run those projects. Um, and we're now also exploring like, hey, can we maybe do a license model on that? Or uh, can we ask like a fixed fee for um, for using that technology or uh, maybe a subscription model? So, and, and when is a project successful in your eyes? When it's effective for the client. Okay. So when it reaches uh, what it does, when it, uh, when it, when it does what it needs to do. 
And how do you measure success? We have a whole uh, media and insights team here, which is which is always checking on, hey, are we reaching our KPIs? And those KPIs can be different across campaigns. Uh, and they do uh, reporting and optimization back to like creative when the campaign or a project is still running, or they uh, do like the end reporting. Uh, we're here because of the, the, the connectivity domain. Um, some questions about the, the domain itself. Eh? There's Facebook, there's Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. How do you keep up with all the new developments of those platforms? Yeah, it's it's quite a challenge because if you compare what we were doing like five years ago, uh, we were explaining to like our clients, hey, maybe a vertical video uh, would work better on a mobile screen than a horizontal one. Yeah. Um, those were the conversations five years ago, and now we're talking about like the metaverse and NFTs and uh, augmented reality and its de developments are following up much more quickly. And yeah. I think in general, the pace of technology is only increasing and the world will only get, like, will get like exponentially crazier. So there won't be a moment in time when things from now on, the moment that you listen to this, there won't be a moment in time that things are going to slow down. So how do we keep up? We have a really simple mission here and that's uh, all the 100 people that work here, they all have the same mission as keeping leading brands at the forefront. Mm -hmm. And it keeps us sharp. And every day that we come to the office, we ask ourselves that question, are we still at the forefront? And that forefront can be different, for example, for Amazon yeah. than it is for Dior. Um, so we ask ourselves that question and it keeps us sharp. And every day is basically a day to do, do things differently. Um, and then it's mostly experimenting and testing a lot. So basically mm -hmm. when we see something uh, popping up, our first reaction is let's do, let's test it out. Let's do an experiment. And if that's successful, then we scale up. Um, yeah. And it works very well for us. So we like five years ago, six years ago, we were the first with Snapchat. Uh, and from there on, yeah, we're, uh, we were one of the first with TikTok. Uh, we're leading, leading the way in AR yeah. uh, and all like these small, smaller things. So if you have a look at those platforms, um, do you have one that gets the best results for your clients or is it always uh, testing, validating? It really depends uh, per, per brand. So, for example, if your target audience is 40 plus, yeah, then you should be on Facebook. But if your target audience is between 18 and 30, yeah, you should definitely be on TikTok and you will probably get the best results there. Yeah. So what do you want to accomplish and what do you, uh, what does that forefront for your brand look like? Uh, that's 100% different for every brand. Mm -hmm. Within the domain connectivity, there are a lot of new technologies. How would you say innovators within this domain should where th should they focus on? Technology is always a tool. It's never the goal. So especially when you talk about connectivity and connecting people, mm -hmm. it's always to help other people connect. So I think the human aspect yeah. in it is super, super important. And I think that's sometimes when we talk about platforms and we talk about technology, we forgot that, that in the end, it's always people using it. It can be get really technical and we can get really in the data. And sometimes you forget like, hey, the numbers that we're talking about, it's pe people using our service or it's people using our tool or 
seeing our campaign. And I think that's uh, that's maybe the most important thing to not... Uh, don't forget the human aspect. Don't forget that you're building something for human, for exactly. other uh, human beings. You already mentioned the metaverse, which is quite a big thing at the moment. Yeah. Are you already active there? We get this question a lot and also a lot of our clients are like, should we be in the metaverse? The metaverse right now, nobody is in the metaverse because the yeah. metaverse doesn't exist at this point and maybe will not even exist ever. Can uh, you elaborate on that? Yeah. It's just because like the, the vision that is being sold of like this VR, most of it like meta, for example, they sell this vision of this VR world. Um, that's all around us. And before that really happens and when the hardware and the software, like the whole computing power behind it is finally there, I think it will minimum take 10 to 15 years before we're uh, seeing some kind of that version, if it will ever happen. So at this point, the metaverse is mostly hypothetical and non-existent. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, you see that some of the building blocks for it to happen or some kind of version of it to happen are being built today. Yeah. So we already see augmented reality on like basically every smartphone in the world that can uh, run augmented reality. We some see some of like the gaming platforms like Roblox, Fortnite, mm -hmm. um, popping up, of course, VR headsets, which are not mainstream yet at all. No. Um, so you see some of the building blocks being built today, and I think it's great, again, to experiment with it um, and to get first learnings and to really think about, like, hey, eventually, like, these technologies are going to change our lives. For example, blockchain technology or augmented reality. Um, yeah. But so that's uh, it's good to think about. But, like, the metaverse itself, it's not here today. So every brand or every platform that tells you or every person that tells you like hey we're in the metaverse it's just bullshit <laughs> okay thanks so you're not experimenting yourself yeah we we are so like for the past four years we've been doing so a lot of work in augmented reality for yeah. example yeah uh, and we're still doing that today so we're a hundred percent in the space and like utilizing these technologies but calling it the metaverse yeah. or even something here at the office we call it the m word um it's no we're not we're not doing that but we're, we're just looking realistically okay what is being sold and what's like the, like really separating the hype from what's actually happening what's actually uh out there yeah um and it will be very interesting because I don't think, for example, that Meta will be able to really deliver on in the short term on their vision. Mm -hmm. I think in the long term they will, but we uh, we we just look at it uh, very realistically. Okay, and and if you have uh, certain new business models within this this value space, uh, the connectivity value space, uh, and especially the metaverse, um, how does it cope up in a business model? Do you see certain differences between the, the models itself? I think w we will be much more connected in the future and the things that we're seeing right now 
um, happening on these social platforms, I really believe that we're still in the early days of what it can be. Um, and I think a lot of new business models will be uh, will be invented. So think about like digital creators who just build like digital clothing or yeah. digital. Now we already see digital art in the forms of NFTs, but like people who just create like digital furniture and sell that or create like whole worlds in like AR or VR. I think that will be, will change, uh, change uh, quite a lot. Uh, also brands who can like sell digital, uh, digital items um, or even make a digital, if you're creating, make a digital living. So I think we're, st that's just one example. I think we're still in the super early days. And also for us, I th believe that there's a lot of opportunity to just uh, experiment with new, uh, yeah. new ways of, uh, of reinventing ourselves and reinventing our business. Yeah. And let's do so. And to conclude our conversation, which advice do you have for your fellow innovators in the connectivity space? It's better to be first than to be perfect. To elaborate, I truly believe that if you're uh, the first to do something do and do it quite well, mm -hmm. it, it's better to do that than if you're like the 10th in line and to get a straight 10 and do it perfectly. Yeah, because if you're the first, you can get like the you're the first to get learnings, the first to have like the first movers advantage in general, and in the space, like especially in the digital space, um, first movers advantage is a true thing. If you were the first with Instagram or the first with TikTok, when there's like a lot of people and not a lot of competition, yeah, you really get the benefits from that. So I would say. Be first, uh, being first is more important than being uh, perfect. Tim van der Wiel from Go Spooky, who was interviewed by Wouter Brasem. And Tim is only 24 years old, so I'm sure we'll get to hear much more from him in the years to come. This was the first episode of the Business Models Inc. Where's Value Next podcast. Follow Business Models Inc. on LinkedIn for our latest content about connectivity. And if your company needs some business model transformation, reach out to us to discuss your next big innovation in connectivity. See you next time.